0: Welcome to the sixth episode of season two of the Literacy Quebec podcast, a podcast for lifelong literacy learners in Quebec. Literacy is more than just knowing how to read and write, it's about being able to interact with the world around you to your fullest potential. We're your hosts, Jamie Cudmore and Chris Shee. Chris Shee,
1: hey guys. I hope everyone's going well and uh, enjoying their summer. So uh, on this week's episode, uh, I got a chance to chat with first book Canada, uh, Tessa Eisenberg. And I had a fantastic uh, talk with her. And on this, on this episode, Jamie, uh, it goes for about 30 to 40 minutes. The call was uh, an incredible call and uh, Tessa is a super passionate about what she does there at First Book Canada, she's the uh, the national engagement coordinator at First Book Canada, and um, I guess you know, Jamie, Literacy Quebec. We have our book donations, right? We we've. Uh, uh, books out into the community uh, that the groups we we service. We have our book giveaway outside on our table outside of the office from time to time. Um, so First Book Canada is one of those organisations that has helped us to to get free new books that we're able to actually donate to children, which is a huge part of what they do. And I'm really excited to to get into the uh, the details about the call and and a little bit more about First Book Canada. They even say on their website that it's just amazing that 25 of kids don't have any books in their homes so i mean that's an amazing statistic and you know they're they're about changing that and actually getting books into the into the hands of young people so it was it's a very exciting phone call I guess, uh, Jamie, I can get into introduce First Book Canada and then we can uh, get into literacy Lowdown, huh? Um, Sure,
0: let's do that. I'd love to hear more about what they do and what their mission is.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, First Book Canada, their mission is to transform the lives of children in in need of improving access to educational opportunities Um, through market-driven model. First Book Canada is creating equal access to quality education, making everything from brand new, high-quality books and educational resources to winter coats, backpacks and more affordable to their member network of more than 10,000 educators who exclusively serve kids in need. First Book Canada members work in classrooms after school and summer or early childhood programs, shelters and health clinics, libraries, community programs and, and all other settings serving a majority of children in need. Since 2009, First Book Canada has distributed more than 7 million books And educational resources to programs and schools serving children from low-income families in Canada. First Book Canada currently reaches hundreds and thousands of children every year. So, so Jamie, it's just amazing what they're doing. I mean, uh, like I said, I'm super excited to get into the phone call. So. So the listeners can really hear about Tessa's role and her passion for fa- First Book Canada.
0: It sounds like they are really far-reaching across Canada, and maybe not many people know that they're in their community already. So it's a great That's... opportunity for us to share our partnership with our listeners, and for us all to learn more about them.
1: Absolutely, and and if you qualify, they obviously have a qualifying uh, uh, situation to to becoming a member. So so listen up because you'll uh, you'll learn how you could. Potentially qualified to become a member of First Book Canada as well, and, and gain access to their to their uh, children's book program. So, so listen up. Have a have a fantastic listen. This is awesome. Literacy lowdown, where we interview a special guest for this week's episode's theme.
0: So Tessa shared with us a little about herself. So she's the National Engagement Coordinator at First Books Canada that uh, Chris had mentioned. Tessa's role is centered around member recruitment as well as managing the daily needs of the current FBC network and making sure that they are remaining engaged with the current programs that FBC offers. If you have any questions, Tessa says regarding registration, upcoming events, or FBC programming in general, she says to contact her anytime by email at T-E-I-S-E-N-B-E-R-G at firstbook.org or over the phone at one extension 0255. And of course, at their website, Uh, we'll share all of this in our show notes so that you can catch that email and the phone number. Um, She also wanted us to let you know about a brand new section of their marketplace. So their website offers a marketplace where you can choose which books you want and how to access it. And she says that her team's been working really hard on it for many months uh, with their U.S. counterpart team called book bank Bank. yeah she mentions there's a feature distribution events open to the full networks free books but also uh, books that are 80 cents a book and these events actually happen usually once a month Mm -hmm. the book bank is where they will have carton quality brand new books available also for free 24 7 and so members no longer need to wait for an event to take place in their area to have access to the program they will still hold the feature distribution events if you already know about these programmings. But members can also now have access to the books uh, regularly at 24-7. And only pay the cost of the shipping, which is amazing. A great relief to so many of their members.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, Jamie, I'm not going to spoil the surprise, but uh, but Tessa will say or talk of a, a massive event that they've got coming up with a huge distribution partner that may even be making the cost of shipping for free around Canada for a period of time. So, free amazing. shipping around Canada, <laughs> which is pretty amazing. So, yeah. anyway, without further ado, <laughs>
0: <laughs> take listen. I'm excited.
1: Tessa from First Book Canada. It's great to have you on the show. How are you today?
2: Hi, Chris. I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's great uh, to have you on the show. And. Uh, share with us and, and all the audience about First Book Canada and all the wonderful things you've got going on. I'm, I'm super excited. You, you might even share something about your partnership with Amazon. I'm, not, I'm, just, I'm just throwing Possibly, it out there. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> but, so Tessa, can you tell us a bit about yourself and how you started at, at First Book Canada and and uh, maybe share with the audience uh, who is First Book Canada and, and what your mission is there?
2: Absolutely. I'd be happy to. So I myself, I'm a dual citizen of the United States and Canada, and I traveled over to Canada to go to school in Halifax, actually, for English and creative writing, which kind of launched me onto this path that led in the direction of publishing. Um, (laughs) So I did move to Toronto a number of years ago, where I heard about this excellent publishing program at Humber College. So I did attend the creative book publishing program there, where I just by chance happened to hear about a volunteering opportunity with this oh. organization one day called first book canada that i had never heard of before okay. <laughs> where they were coming to the school and hosting an event in one of the large event spaces there and they were looking for student volunteers to come and help out for an uh, afternoon and right. i really i walked into that experience not knowing what to expect so much uh, i am a Absolutely. A person who's worked many different events in the past, so I'm just kind of take jobs as they <laughs> come to me, and I was open to whatever the experience would be, but okay. um sure. essentially was told to expect a number of individuals to come in over the course of the afternoon who would be bringing bags and boxes with them, uh, who okay. would be going through a row of tables where there were many books and titles arranged by age group, um, by content, and they would be allowed to take a certain number of books with them each, and they would be taking them for free. And as a volunteer hearing this, I was quite shocked that that was a possibility, but it sounded pretty incredible, and I was happy to help and to help them find the right kind of titles they were looking for and to help them out to their vehicle. Um, So that's really how I found out about First Book Canada. It was definitely a new organization to me um and i'm i'm thrilled to have had the opportunity to really get in there as a volunteer first and to to understand Uh, what that process was like Uh yeah but to speak to who First Book is. I'm I'm honored to have the chance to, to speak to that work. So sure. To introduce First Book Canada properly, I'd like to provide some important additional context, if that's Absolutely. okay. So First Book as a concept actually began in the United States just over 25 years ago by a remarkable visionary and practicing lawyer named Kyle Zimmer. Mm-hmm. The story that myself and my colleagues have heard time and time again is that <laughs> During this time, Kyle was practicing law in Washington, D.C., and she had the opportunity one day to volunteer at a soup kitchen where she found herself with okay. the task of looking after a number of rather rambunctious young boys. At a <laughs> certain point, uh, Kyle managed to wrangle them up. She sat them down and she said to them, OK, boys, next week when you come in, I want for everyone to bring in your favorite book and we are uh-huh. all going to read together. Okay. So the next week came around and those same boys came in, one of whom had brought a phone book under his arm while the other boys had nothing at all to show <laughs> Kyle because they did okay. not have a single book at home.
1: Okay. So this,
2: this rattled her. It was a concept in itself that she had not considered previously that many of us would not. Just how many households do not have any yeah, books at all available absolutely. to the children living mm-hmm. inside of them. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. or just how foreign this idea is to so many struggling families. So okay. This really started her on a crusade. She started First Book out of her garage. She developed relationships with different influential people serving high up in various powerful and well-known publishing houses and founded this organization with the help of a select few key players who are still very much at the center of First Book today.
1: Nice.
2: And today, First Book is a very significant player within the nonprofit sector in the United States. They're serving... Just over 435,000 members nationwide. They've distributed over 185 million brand new books and resources to children in need since 1992, which is the year of its founding. Mm, And the organization is now consistently gaining approximately 30,000 new members every single year. So they're doing wow. remarkably well for themselves <laughs> Fantastic.
1: to go back
2: to your original question now to shift the focus back over to Canada yeah. first but Canada was founded in 2009 as a okay. direct result of Of the relationships formed within the publishing industry in the United States by our US colleagues. Uh, And we Mm -hmm. are just about to come up on our 10th anniversary this fall, which is very exciting for both countries.
1: You all right.
2: (laughs) Yes. So the first book team consists of eight staff members right now representing all of Canada, Uh, seven of us working out of Mississauga, Ontario, and Uh, one new edition is working full time out of Quebec. Um, And we're currently serving just a to compare, we're serving a network of about 11,000 individuals nationwide. And this number is double what it was just two years ago. So we are picking up speed. um, But essentially, First Book Canada as a whole is a registered charitable organization that provides Canadian children and youth with access to brand new books and educational resources on an ongoing basis. And we are really aiming to provide equal access to quality education for kids in need, and we're able to do so really because of our ongoing relationship with these remarkably influential publishing partners, which include, and I do want to mention their names, it's including but not limited to Penguin Random House Canada, Simon & Schuster Canada, HarperCollins Canada, Disney Worldwide, Hachette, Nelson, Second Story Press, the list goes on and on and on, but we owe
1: Oh, absolutely.
2: Our success and our programs to these publishing partners uh, who very generously donate their unsold inventory that's appropriate for ages zero to 18 specifically to our organization on a monthly basis, just depending on what inventory is available. And we will receive these donations completely for free. And we only distribute brand new books to our members. So Uh as soon as an individual joins the First Book Canada network. They have access to these resources on a monthly basis with donated materials being offered free of charge through certain programs. Other programs do come with a low cost to the member, but it's up to the individual to determine how they really want to use their membership and they, okay. what they want to get out of the relationship as a whole.
1: Fantastic. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's a that's long-winded incredible. answer. <laughs>
2: well,
1: you, wow. That's, <laughs> thank you for sharing that, Tessa. That's amazing. I mean, to figure that that FBC started in a garage in 1992, mm-hmm. and to what it is today, I mean, wow! that's just like what a what a huge impact. And I'm sure you'll share, you know, with some upcoming events and and uh, some of the impact that you've you've first witnessed through. FBC. Um, I just I read somewhere that just just recently a campaign that you did handed out or or got a hundred thousand books into the hands of children. You know, so that's just amazing. Thanks for sharing that with us.
2: Absolutely. Oh, I'm so happy to.
1: Yeah. So I mean, to, to carry on with that, then Tessa. I mean, how about can you share some of the the highlights in the past or or in the the 2018 19 year so far that have really, you know, impacted you or, or made a big impact?
2: Certainly. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I could go on and on about yeah, our most recent the highlights, but for the sake of time, I'll name a few that really stand out to me personally. So earlier this year, through the help of our contacts at Penguin Random House Canada, we were able to provide complimentary tickets to 40 of our groups operating within four different Canadian cities to attend the Michelle Obama speaking uh, events for her book tour absolutely. for her most recent best-selling memoir, Becoming. Uh, we were, there. We this were there. You were. You were among them.
1: <laughs> Thanks to you guys, it was amazing. Anyway, I'll let you carry on.
2: Yes. <laughs> oh no, no. We were just so thrilled to have this opportunity. Amazing. It was amazing. It was really a brand new opportunity that came our way. This is not something we've ever been able to do in the past. So every year that First Book continues on, we kind of, through our publishing contacts, have access to these great events. And occasionally we'll make the ask just to see if it's possible. And this okay. year it, it it came to be. So it was wonderful. But this was um, definitely a pretty memorable opportunity, both for our staff and for the groups that were able to attend.
1: Amazing experience.
2: Yeah. And most recently, I would say, due to a a first-time donation from the Face Shop, you might be familiar with them, and with some help from a a new partner of ours, Fruits and Passion, we were just able to send... 30 pallets consisting of brand new books and skincare wellness items to women shelters and food banks across the country. Yeah. That was a new partnership for us. It's not something we've been able to dabble in before we usually are working with books, Um, but we were honored to take that donation and to, to put it into the right hands.
1: Wow, that's incredible! And and you just so I got that correct. So you, that was to women's shelters.
2: It was yes. Yeah. So there were a few food banks as well, but we tried banks. to spread okay. as far across the country as we could to really spread the wealth. But oh we yeah gosh. we had some very very happy recipients this year.
1: Oh, fantastic! Is there yeah. is there anything uh, like was there any sort of uh, celebration or promotion? that you did for that, that we could find that maybe we could, you know, reshare or, you know, um, share that story again? Or is it mm-hmm. is it just something in-house that, that was uh-
2: – yeah, that, that's so kind of you to offer. I would say for this particular opportunity, we really didn't have sure. a lot of uh, time to advertise for it, so occasionally when we get these offers from our partners, in order to accept the donation, we have to get it out the door very, very quickly, so it was okay. really kind of on my shoulders to identify the groups that I thought would be the best recipients in different areas of the country and to contact them directly and just to see if they could accept, and luckily okay. we were able to secure about 30 groups within a two-day period so it went very quickly but thank you for offering
1: yeah yeah you bet absolutely yeah. Tessa Now that's I mean thanks again I mean that, those celebrations are amazing and uh, and I guess you know my, my one of my questions uh, sort of leads me into the next thing is that with with celebrations of course there's going to be you know organizational challenges and and things that you've had to overcome and uh, we were just talking about you know like you know technological issues and Things like that, as a growing organisation, that you you would have experienced. Can you can you maybe share um, with some of the listeners uh, some of the challenges that you might or your organisation has had this year or over the past decade, or things that you know you've had to uh, really really work to 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 overcome?
2: Sure. Yes. So I I will pretty much consistently say the biggest mm-hmm. challenges that I myself run into. And the rest of my team at First Book, it, it all comes down to kind of three different categories. So one, okay. I would say inventory. Okay. Uh, as a, a nonprofit struggling to get the name right, out there, right. I would always say funding is something that we struggle with. It's something that we, we take on. We have a wonderful grant writer on our team who is constantly applying to different funding opportunities right. and working with right. our corporate partners to try to secure the right kind of funds that we would need to support our programs any given year. The other one that I would say that affects me and my role most specifically is definitely a lack of awareness. Um, And I would say after kind of hearing more about the context of the U.S. organization and the fantastic impact that they've been able to achieve at this point uh, in their 25 plus years, we are playing catch up a little bit. We're we're quite a bit younger, but the issue is really that First Book Canada is just not a household name to the extent that it should be and to the extent that it could be. So we work with fantastic organizations such as yours personally. Sure. Uh, with school boards all across the country with great nonprofit organizations, we work with United Way chapters and Big Brothers, Big Sisters, and Children's Aid Societies, and all of these large collective groups that can help us to raise awareness about the organization and the resources that we have available to our members. but it's it's something that is a, a constant battle just to try to get the word out there. I see. Um, so we'll we'll attend many conferences that are attracting in library staff and public educators. Any chance that we have to really uh, stand on a podium and speak to the work that the U.S. I really see. set in place for us, and that we ourselves are trying to accomplish here within Canada, we will take that opportunity. So it's why we're so grateful to have this chance today to speak to the work of First Book Canada and to talk you about bet. a little bit what our goals are and just what we're trying to solve here
1: yeah that's fantastic i appreciate you sharing that because uh you know like i said is that the the challenges are there like in any organization and to share those but also to to like you say get on a platform and and speak about the good work that uh fbc are doing in yourself and getting it on the on the ears of some listeners out there that could uh you know may, may even be able to uh be one of the organizations that come out and help the situation. Mm-hmm. So now thank you for sharing that, Tessa. And, and uh, can you also share then uh, the direct or the measurable impacts that that you've experienced working for First Book Canada that have come from the people you serve?
2: Sure. Um, so I can say when I started, the statistic that I was told that was just pretty staggering that a lot of people don't know that we okay. come into contact with on a weekly basis is that currently 25% of Canadian households do not have a single wow. book in them. Yeah <laughs> okay. it's it's a staggering statistic it's not one not that is very book. widely known wow. yeah so What we have been able to accomplish in our almost 10 years is we Mm. have now distributed over 7.5 million books to children from all across the country. And this number is continuing to go up on a yearly basis. It roughly translates into almost a million books going out the door every single year. And this, again, we owe entirely to our publishing partners who are so generously donating those materials Mm. to us on a regular basis. We did this year just employ a team who's really helping us to put an evaluation framework in place that we haven't had previously so that we will have more of a way to measure the impact. So I can say that that process has really only started quite recently this year, but we are constantly every single month receiving an influx of incredible thank you letters and photos and all of these wonderful testimonials from our members from all across the country that we are constantly welcoming. We absolutely never get tired of hearing those stories, um, but we're looking to just, as you said, organize this in such a way that we can really show the impact that this organization and the programs that we have in place are making. We do also after the last 2 years now have put out a annual survey to our membership across the country okay. to try to get an idea of how the resources are being used. That's um, excellent, excellent. What specifically that individual's title is, what their school or program's main goals are th- over the course of the year, mm-hmm. and how happy they are with the inventory that they're receiving from First Book Canada. Just a number of different questions to understand how well we're really doing our job, where we're really, mm-hmm. where we could really improve. And mm. we're always also asking for suggestions on the kinds of content both in book form and Mm -hmm. in resource form that our educators or program coordinators are really looking to have within their programs that they simply don't have access to mainly for budgetary reasons, but it it comes down to a myriad of different reasons in the end. But Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm hoping that after this year, I can provide a much more detailed overview of what our overall wow. impact is That'd but be this, awesome. this is That'd be
1: fantastic. yeah so this is
2: something we're actively working on right now
1: that would be fantastic I, I'd, I'd really look as as a member of first book canada i'd really like to uh, see that those numbers and that impact come out so i'm looking forward to that Tessa, mm-hmm. because that like you say, it's a staggering number that you say that 25 of of homes in canada don't even have a single book in their home and i'm thinking when i grow up i i had books in my home, but I I don't even know where they came from. I don't know why they were there. I don't know the impact that it directly had on me as a young person coming up, but I know now how much reading and having books and, and reading the words on the page and, and the, the fact that, you know, human beings, we, we speak and, and read the words, but we think in images and we, it's just for for our brain development and, and all the neurological pathways that, the positiveness that it can create just by reading. But like you said, people don't really understand, like reading is a chore to a lot of people and Mm -hmm. and books being in homes, isn't it? And, and it's, but the, I don't think humans actually understand how important reading the written word is for their, for their overall development as a human being. Would you agree with that?
2: Absolutely. Yes. Something that we say around our office, a lot of the time is that uh, having access to books in the home, having books in the home, is as important as your right. direct parental figure's own right. education.
1: It, there you go. It, it it sums it up. I mean, that's. I mean, they're the sort of things you say around the office, all then that's that's. Uh, it just got me thinking about like just trying to understand the 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 overall impact that that uh, you guys are having by getting books in the hands of young people and just, yeah, the, the direct measurable uh, impact that it can have in their life uh, in, in a positive sense is just incredible. Yeah. Thank, thanks for sharing that as well. Absolutely. Uh, so, so Tessa, can you, I guess, remind us again, the services that FBC are offering and where you're located, how people can learn more and get in contact with you?
2: Sure. Yes. So I think I'll back up just to give an idea of who it is that we're really yes. serving and w- what the first book network really looks like. Cause I do get a lot of questions about this on a weekly basis. So, and sure. the answer is there's really no formula here. Okay. Uh, the, the first book network is very diverse and the common denominator shared by those who we're currently serving is that they're directly working with children and families that do not have access to books of their own, right. specifically within the home. For a myriad of different reasons, taking into consideration socioeconomic standing and even walking or driving distance to the nearest public library. Having access even to public transit is very difficult for some families. So we take all of this into consideration mm-hmm. at First Book Canada Amazing. and our members work in public schools. They work in public libraries, healthcare centers adoption agencies, women's shelters, food banks, daycare centers, or early childhood programs, after school (laughs) programs. So the list kind of goes on. And in terms of the individuals who are actually registering and placing themselves within the First Book Network, we have school principals in our network, as well as after school hockey coaches and Mm -hmm. executive Mm -hmm. directors of literacy organizations. So we are here to serve those who are working with the families affected And we do not discriminate by professional title or by location. We do have certain eligibility requirements. And I would direct anyone interested in learning more to find more details on this on our registration page directly, which I'll certainly mention towards the end here. And I am, of course, always available and happy to answer any questions regarding eligibility as well.
1: Okay, great. But
2: to sum it up, essentially what we communicate is our First Book members are the everyday and oftentimes unsung heroes. We have Mm, mm. remarkable educators within our network that I have had the privilege of working with on a number of occasions who are spending sometimes several hundreds of dollars every few months on resources Mm. that they feel their students need to be successful that are not provided by their school boards, often due to considerable budgetary limitations. And we're aiming to help those individuals in any way that we can, essentially. So as I mentioned, we have a number of programs that are open to any individual who meets that eligibility requirement and who wants to go through the process of registering online, that process is about 10 minutes in total, and it's completely free to be a First Book Canada member as well. But once one goes through that process, they have access to a number of different programs should they be interested in participating in them. But there is no obligation. Every relationship that we have with different groups looks a little bit different, just depending on specifically the group that they're working with and what their goals are. Okay, okay. So I will just briefly touch on some of those. The first one really falls into this one branch called free book distributions. This is where... We are working with the donated material that's coming in, again, on a monthly basis. And I say donated, mm. but the books themselves are always going to be brand new. Wow. They're coming okay. from our publishing partners, from their warehouses, sitting in the original boxes mm-hmm. that we accept and send to a warehouse somewhere across the country where we decide we're going to host an event. Okay. And the process for these has changed a little bit this year. But okay. so the first kind of event that I'll speak to is called a featured distribution. Okay. This kind of event, when we have one on the calendar, say we're having an event in Edmonton in October, which is, okay. which just so happens to be when that event usually <laughs> takes place in Edmonton. <laughs> Excellent.
1: Um,
2: so we will send out an email to our full network. So even though the event is going to be in Alberta, it's uh-huh. open to all First Book Canada members that are currently on our list. I see. And they'll receive that email probably about three to four weeks ahead of the event itself. And what they'll have access to is a full list of the book titles that will be offered. Okay. So they get to have a chance to really go through that list and see if it's worth pursuing this time around, if they want to wait until the next event, completely up to them. But they'll be able to see how many titles are available per each group and how many Books will be in any given carton, for example, just for their own planning. So this is really helpful, we find, for teachers who are looking for the same title for multiple kids. And the reason is that for these events, we only deal with carton quantities. So if you're interested in a certain title, you have to at least take a full box of it and so on and so forth. So for these events, the books themselves will be completely free. Mm -hmm. However, there is a shipping fee. The shipping fee that we currently charge is $0.80 a book, and that is to ship to anywhere across the country. Okay. So, that's one option that's open to our full network. It's usually about once a month that we'll host a featured distribution. Sometimes there can be two, but that's okay. typically what to expect as of now. Another example of a free book distribution is something that we call a pop-up. Okay. This is an event that we will host in a city usually that we haven't been to before. So this is like a first time event, an introduction to First Book Canada, where we'll usually have less books available. So while featured distributions can sometimes deal with about 60 to 100,000 books, pop-ups can be as small as 10,000 books up to 40 or 50,000 books. So they're a little bit smaller um, and more intimate where we're going into a new community and we set up what looks kind of like a bookstore. Where oh, right. And this right. this also is the kind of event that I participated in at Humber many years ago, just to ah,
0: circle it all back uh, for you. Yeah. Um,
2: so we'll have piles of books uh, set out on tables, uh, loose books. So we okay. will invite members in the same way we'll send out an email three to four weeks in advance. We'll tell those just within that geographic area. Okay. where we're going to be on the day of the event. We'll let them know how many books they can take with them. And that really is just dependent on how many people have RSVP'd to attend. Yes. We want to okay. make it fair for everybody, but they'll bring their own boxes and bags and we'll help them to walk around, select titles that are appropriate for the group they're serving. And they get to take those books with them for free.
1: Excellent. Okay. Yeah. And that's the, and that's the smaller pop-up event. Okay. excellent. It is.
2: Yes. So wow. then another excellent. piece that I just want to touch on that's, Uh, Shifting a little bit away from the free book distributions, this is another program that's available to our members as soon as they register with us. And This platform is called the First Book Canada Marketplace. This is where you will find a list of curated titles that we ourselves have selected that we know that our members want to have access to but don't necessarily have the budget for. Okay, so the difference with the marketplace is that everything featured on there, it does come at a cost, sure. but it is going to be fifty to ninety percent off traditional retail prices. Okay. So it's a well. considerable discount that <laughs> sure. translates into, uh, roughly $4 a book okay. and this again Amazing. is based in part off of the survey that we send around every single year asking our members mm. what kind of books they want what kind uh-huh. of genres they want to focus on. This also expands into art supplies and educational games and resources we have uh, okay. laptops and winter coats on there now so it's a it's an expanding platform. We're very excited to be able to offer it but this is really our online storefront where those who okay. have a budget to Spend on these resources to use either directly within their classroom or program or or whatever way that they really see fit. They can also, of course, purchase items to be sent home directly with children. Uh, right. um, but the difference is on the marketplace, anything purchased off of there, those educators have free reign to use them in their programs. Mm, Whereas okay. the books that we're giving away for free from the free book distribution event. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm they need to go home with the children served. It yeah, needs absolutely. to become their personal property. And that's really our understanding with the publishing partners.
1: I see. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Wow, Tessa. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's a, amazing, the, the work they do. So so basically the two pop-up events or the two book free dis book distribution mm-hmm. events and then the marketplace, which we in, in the show notes of the podcast, we can include all the links and anything that you want to, Wonderful. You, know, you know, so we can do that as well. So now Tessa, tell us about, okay, based on that, is there any upcoming events that you want to share or any uh, upcoming events you'd like to promote?
2: Definitely. Yes. So we are very excited. Every year we do try to travel to new communities whenever we have the availability to do so, whenever we have the funding to support that. Mm-hmm. And we will typically listen to our members. We'll pay attention to to where numbers are growing to see who's really building a network there, who's interested in having us come down yeah, um, and celebrating that community and empowering them to be First But Canada champions on our behalf as well. <laughs> so we do excellent. have a, a number of communities we're visiting for the first time this year. So our first event is coming up uh actually next week, very quickly approaching. So we have a a pop-up distribution happening in Ottawa. This will be taking place at St. Paul University. It's our very first time ever going to the capital. So we're super excited. Um, Yeah. So we're going to have both French and English books available at this particular event that's not something that we always have to offer okay. but we understand we're here to represent all of Canada and we want to be able to provide the right kind of materials to our french-speaking audiences as well so absolutely we're very happy to have uh, that available for this event
1: yeah that's exciting I'm proud to say that uh, literacy Quebec and uh, also one of our members uh, Laurentian literacy Center will be in attendance in Ottawa I'm so, so uh, thrilled' <laughs> we're we're thrilled as well so looking forward to seeing you down there are you going to be there in in Ottawa yourself
2: i unfortunately will not okay, be okay. present at this event <laughs> i i do typically try to make the rounds when we have especially sure. within a new community but we are having our new staff member of the past 5 or 6 months who is working full time out of quebec actually he's going to be managing the whole event so you'll have the chance to meet him his name is Billy Provius. he's fantastic Uh, he's been involved with Mousin Montreal for many years he's a a great resource so I I hope that you enjoy it please let me know how it goes (laughs) Uh,
1: look absolutely you 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 won't mind if we we can maybe take some uh, photos with Billy and uh of the event and of us uh you know getting some books etc
2: no of course not please share them we'd love to see all right we so we do have a couple other ones coming up just to briefly mention so sure our next brand new community that we're going to, never been in the province before, um, we're going to Stephenville, Newfoundland
1: wow, okay. on
2: September 18th to the 20th, also to host a pop-up. This event will be taking place out of Stephenville Elementary School. Excellent. We found a, a fantastic educator at the school who was willing to take this on, who's organizing all of the volunteers and helping to set up and all of the... All of the areas are going to be covered. So we're, we're very confident that it will be a great first time event in Newfoundland. We we feel uh, slightly badly for our members in the St. John's area. <laughs> we know it's a little bit far for them. So we're hoping yeah. to sometime in the next couple of years be able to make it out that way. But in the meantime, we're, we're happy to celebrate this small community that apparently has a, a band of volunteers happy to welcome us that are really excited to be a part I of this great so. event. So, yeah, we're so excited about that. Yeah.
1: Fantastic. And and you mentioned you had another event as well?
2: Yes. So uh, last but not least,
1: <laughs> we, pets, sure.
2: as you alluded to, we've entered into this wonderful partnership with Amazon. This is our second year working with them directly, where they have offered to sponsor a very large scale feature distribution event for us. I'm excited. For the second year now in a row, we're able to work with Amazon, who has agreed to sponsor a very large-scale feature distribution event for us, uh, where we will be, where we will be distributing a hundred thousand books to our members nationwide. And the great part about this distribution that sets it apart is that we will be able to offer free shipping to everybody who chooses to participate and that is completely thanks to the generosity of Amazon so we owe
1: wow.
2: all of our thanks to them for supporting this wonderful event again it will be supporting our members from all across the country so I cannot give complete specifics about dates about for this event just yet That we do have some pieces that we're still adjusting but we want to make sure okay. it's as great as we can for our full network once it's all ready to go but once the email is sent out everyone will have the full details of how to participate where and when this will be taking place etc but i do encourage really anyone who's interested in receiving free books in first book canada anyone who's interested in seeing how it works to pay attention to that email once it comes into your inbox to definitely jump at the chance to participate and to be one of those few that's Lucky enough to receive free books
1: courtesy of Amazon. What a what a fantastic partnership and uh, that's fantastic. So we'll definitely have to include all those details in in, in there so that uh, like you say, people can take advantage and, and be lucky enough to, to receive that free distribution. So that's that's huge because a lot of the obviously we understand that a lot of the costs can in terms of uh, business can be kind of lost in distribution, right? You know, mm-hmm. so so that's huge.
2: Definitely. Uh, so I, I can say for sure it's going to be taking place this fall. I can't, okay. I can't quite disclose dates yet, um, <laughs> but I would sure. say the way to ensure that you receive the email and the information about that is to go to our First Book Canada registration page today and sign yourself up.
1: You bet. Wow, Tessa, thank you so much. Is there, is there anything else that you want to discuss about uh, First Book or or any anything in particular?
2: I would just say please help us. For all of you wonderful folks out there listening, please help us in spreading the word about the work of First Book Canada. It's a, it's a collective effort. We have really built a fantastic community of, as I call them, First Book Canada champions working on our behalf from all across the country who are helping us to get the word out there um it is an honor to have the opportunity to do this work and to collaborate with these passionate leaders from all across the country who are so committed to bettering the academic futures of the children and youth under their care but we need the help of our network to get the word out there about this organization and to help us to really widen the scope of our overall impact
1: thank you so much for being on today's show Uh, really looking forward to uh the outcome of the program and everything and uh really appreciate your time and uh Congratulations on all the work that you do. It's uh, I can really tell through, you know, your voice that you're totally passionate about what you do and and the impact that you're making in in young people's uh, lives and and the educators as well. So thank you so much for ke- coming on the program today, Tessa.
2: Absolutely, thank you so much for having me. And I will be sure to give you those links just so you can include them below for anyone who's interested in learning more about First Book or any of the programs that I mentioned earlier. We would love to have you go on and learn any other details that you'd like but please always feel free to reach out to me directly as well if you have any questions and chris i really hope that you enjoy the event in ottawa as well
1: yeah definitely we'll definitely uh, send you through those photos
2: (laughs) excellent well thank you so much
0: upcoming events
1: All right. So upcoming events, guys. Uh, many of the members were away over the summer for a break, but they're just coming back now. Yamaska Literacy are actually involved with the PGI Lob Ball Tournament and Meshul. Now they're going to, they're going to not be happy with the way that I pronounce that, Jamie. But anyway, on (laughs) September the the 6th, 2009 to uh, September 7th, 2009, um, at 37. Chemin de Centre Lac broom a broom, maybe is that how we pronounce it, Jamie? Yeah. Oh, again, I'm mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm yep. totally stirring yeah, this a good up. Job. Yeah, <laughs> um, lob for literacy, uh, on the Friday and Saturday, and that's going to be a, a softball tournament, Jamie, where it's going to be raising money for the PGI and uh, Yamaska literacy. So now, apparently, tickets are all teams are all sorted, so so you can't necessarily get out there and actually play because they're already jam-packed with teams, but you can get out there and, and watch some uh, some wicked softball being played. And I'm sure they're going to have some uh, refreshments and some food available. So it'll be a very fun, very fun weekend out there. at uh, your master literacy. All right. So uh,
0: that sounds like a fun event. And then also coming up is International Literacy Day. Mm-hmm. So this is a big one for all of us literacy organizations. So that, that's September 8th. And it's an opportunity to highlight improvements in world literacy rates and reflect on the world's remaining literacy challenges. Mm. And we'll share a link to the list of events that are happening around the world. Uh And I'm sure that Literacy Quebec will uh, share some things coming up to Mm -hmm. that day.
1: You bet. And listen, a bit further on down the road, uh, Family Literacy Day, which is on January 27, 2020. So, that's another huge day, so taking time to, to read or do a learning activity with children is a crucial element to the, ch- the child's development. So we'll, we'll include notes about that, about Family Literacy Day coming up in the new year.
0: Now that our members are coming back from their summer break, we'll be sharing their programming that they um, share on Facebook. So we'll, we'll forward their events so that you can uh, find out more about what they offer and the services that are going to start uh, restart again this fall. Mm-hmm. That's a great episode. Yeah, Interesting talk that you've had with Tessa.
1: Amazing. Yeah. I, look, like I said, the passion that she has for, for her role and what uh, First Book Canada stands for is absolutely incredible.
0: Yeah. It's an amazing what their organization does and our partnership impacts our members in such a positive way. Yeah. Everyone, that's season two. It was a nice summer season. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be an exciting season three. We've planned it out. We're we're going to focus for the first half on civic literacy to help us all prepare for the upcoming election Mm -hmm. and off to So we'll have um, some topics about media literacy, youth engagement, senior engagement, and uh, just generally what is an election, how to vote, how to get involved. And why it's important?
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so, guys, uh, you know, any any input that any of the, of you listeners are having, uh, please feel free to reach out to us at Literacy Quebec and provide out, you know, uh, some contact information so that we can get in touch with you. You can you can obviously email us at admin at literacyquebec or call us at 514-508-6805. But in the meantime, I guess uh, we got to say thank you to to Tessa, Jamie, um, yeah, and Tessa. Uh, our members with the with the upcoming events.
0: And please remember to subscribe, share our podcast so we can connect with others and uh, spread the Literacy Quebec podcast.
1: You bet. Have a great week.
0: (laughs) Thanks, everybody.